Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some R slash your mind butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too. And lastly, if you would like to support the channel, <laughs> please click that join button down below for YouTube or the link in the description for Patreon and join up there. It hugely helps out the channel and it's just if you want to. There's never any pressure to either. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you so much and let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Greensmile8008. Am I the asshole for not wanting to share my college fund? Throwaway account. I, 19 female, have an aunt, Amy, 38 female, who I love and she loves me dearly. It's never been explicitly stated, but between my sister, Kim, 17 female, and I'm the favorite niece. I didn't really notice. I was around my early teens, but whenever I had an event, my aunt would always try to be there, while she was never there for anything my sister did. I got nicer presents. There are pictures of me in her house, and she texts and calls me regularly. She barely acknowledges my sister, and I never knew why. One of the reasons why it took so long for me to notice was because whenever someone would mention something about the different treatment, our mum would brush it off. And since Amy was my paternal aunt, I just accepted it. Fast forward to now, and my mum sat me down and asked me if I'd be willing to go to a less expensive school, so I could have extra money to share with Kim. Aunt Amy set up a fund for me and my two cousins, but didn't have a dime for Kim. She did this with Kim looking at me for an answer and got upset that I didn't give a definite yes. She accused me of not caring about her just like Aunt Amy and is refusing to speak to me until I give her half the money. I thought that this was wildly unfair and asked my parents why they didn't have their own fund for Kim since Aunt Amy was taking care of me. They said they did but it wasn't as much as what Aunt Amy had for me. She's a smart woman who makes a lot of money and admitted that they had to dip into it to help pay for things when my dad wasn't working because of COVID. I feel bad for Kim, but I don't want to sacrifice my future college experience for it. Am I really being maliciously selfish? And after this initial story, I was like, "What? why does Amy dislike the sister so much? But there is an ETA, which I hope is going to cover a couple of those things. So ETA, hey everyone, sorry I haven't been responding. I had to run out and do some errands, but I wanted to address some questions and comments. One, growing up, I did notice that Aunt Amy had a bigger presence in my life. She always had some excuse for not being in Kim's. I have work. I have prior commitments that I can't back out of. I'm sick, etc. Two, yes, growing up, I do recall that every now and then, me, my cousins, or sister would ask why Aunt Amy treated three quarters of us differently, and the adults would act like we're being ridiculous, or just brush it off. I always took this as us kids just making stuff up, and would trust that my parents, uncle, uncle's wife, or my paternal grandparents would step in and do something about it. 
Now that I'm older, I'm starting to look back on things and I can now get a better understanding that it was indeed favoritism. Three, no, it never crossed my mind that I may be my aunt's secret daughter. It also wouldn't explain why she spends time with me and my cousins but leaves Kim out. If all the attention was just on me, I'd be more inclined to believe it, but for now, no. Four, I'm not going to rule it out 100%, but I'm going to say no to Kim and me having different dads. I am older than her and my parents were already married when I was born. I don't believe that Kim isn't a fair baby because it doesn't explain why only my aunt and Amy treats her differently. My entire paternal side treated Kim differently, I'd feel more inclined to believe it. Five, in regards to the fund itself, I've never actually seen it, but I know it's there because my aunt says it's there and my twin cousins are already in college using it. I'm not too sure about the rules of the fund because I trust my aunt, but I will look into it. Six, I'm not saying that I'm unwilling to share any of the money. I just don't want to give up half because I really want to go to the school of my choice, which is out of state and will be more expensive. Seven, one of the main reasons I was so reluctant was because I felt put on the spot and was being cornered and pressured for an answer, which I resent. ETA 2, even though I was running out of errands, I've given it a lot of thought and think having a sit down with the adults in my life to figure this out may be what's best. Now, in a lot of these stories, when we come into them, you know, when inheritance or family members giving other family members large sums of money and all this kind of thing, we say, we usually say, not the arsehole, simply because you know, it's your money, you're being given it, you can do what you want with it. But I'm really in two minds on this one because I feel so sorry for this sister. Obviously, we don't know what's going on in the background here. I mean, the sister can be absolutely a toxic person, but it doesn't sound like it from the way Opia said. They haven't said nothing about them being toxic or anything like that. So I'm just putting it down to just blatant favoritism at this. I mean, we could go down the other options of like saying, you know, maybe there is a different dad involved and stuff like that, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm almost going for an everyone sucks here, here. Just because if I was to put myself in OP shoes, I don't think I'd be able to see my brother, knowing there was favoritism going on, suffer, my brother or sister, suffer when I'm having all this money, going to the college of my choice, and they're not just because of favoritism. I, I don't think I'd be able to go through with that. There's some, my head wouldn't allow me to do that. The aunt's an asshole in this situation for putting you in that position. Your mum's an asshole in that for asking you to share that money. I mean, it is still your money. And I would almost say, like, you're an asshole too because, you know, you've seen this favoritism going on and you haven't questioned why. Just aunt, ask the aunt directly, why are you doing this to my sister? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm totally wrong on this. So let's check out some comments to see what they say. With illustrious band who says not the arsehole, Amy can do what she likes with her money and you should be able to go to whichever school you choose. However, I'm surprised your parents haven't called Amy on this. If it was me, I'd need to sit down with Amy and ask her outright why there's favourites. Masked Mayhem says everyone sucks here. You knew there was favouritism. You witnessed the favouritism and it's quite hard to believe you didn't take advantage of that favouritism. Let's be real for a minute. That being said, it was given to you and it's yours to do with as you please. Your aunt is a giant asshole, and so are your parents for not being objective enough to see it when it started. Your sister will resent you. She's right to do so because you took advantage of the situation instead of calling it out and possibly having to share. Many years ago, you reap what you sow. Socks Gone Wrong says you're the asshole. Yes, of course, you had no obligation to share your fund. It's within every right to go to the more expensive school and have your parents figure it out. However, I don't know how you could morally be okay with accepting all of this money fully aware there was favoritism and your sister continues to get the shitty end of everything. 
If I had the opportunity to help my sister, damn right I'd split it with her. ADG1983 says, wow, is every adult in your life an arsehole? Edit, judgment not the arsehole for this specific incident. But in the wider sense, everyone sucks here except your sister who kind of feels she's just been shit on. Saz says, I just need more info here, please. Why was your mother so quick to brush off the favoritism? How many other cousins were left at a college fund set up? Why is everyone okay treating your sister like dirt? I have a hunch there is something else going on here below the surface. OP replies, my dad is one of three and his brother, my uncle, had twins. My honestly, whenever the issue was brought up with my cousins, Kim and I were the only ones to say something. My parents denied anything was going on for the longest time and everyone else said nothing. I'm starting to think something sinister may be going on. And we'll have one more because I'm getting carried away with this one. This one just keeps getting deeper and deeper. Novel Ad says, you're the arsehole, not because you aren't sharing the money, but for perpetuating ongoing favoritism. All of you just accepted your sister being treated worse for no apparent reason. This is incredibly unfair. She isn't entitled to your money, but I can understand your sister being upset at this. She isn't an arsehole here. You aren't an arsehole for not sharing the funds, but you are one for just accepting this and thinking your sister is the unfair one. She isn't. She is the one who has been treated unfairly all her life, with everyone just being fine with it. Her emotions may be misdirected at you, but I can see why she is upset. She likely has given up on thinking the adults in her life love her enough to care about her future, with your aunt forgetting about her and your parents using her college money and not stepping in. You might have been a last hope here. Now, what do you guys think about this one? Sorry, I, I dragged this story on for so long. I'm just interested to know where it was going. You know, the potential of another dad. Why is the aunt treating the sister this way? So much going on. What are your thoughts? Who do you think's the asshole in this one? As I said, it's all up in the air for me. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from Zende Babe. Am I the asshole for telling my friend they need to pull their weight or get the fuck out of my house? I, female 27, have a long-term friend, male 26, who lost their job due to COVID. His family didn't have room for him at their house. He had nowhere to stay, so I offered to let him live at my guest room rent-free until he found a job. I, of course, told him if he wants to stay here, he needs to help around the house. Now, it's been over a year, and the last few months, he has not been helping much. Sleeping all day and staying up gaming and raiding the fridge at night. I feel like I took in a teenager, but this is a grown man. My nanny has now told me she's been doing some cleaning after she puts my baby down for a nap because he doesn't. So I told him he has one week to get his shit together and pull his weight or get the fuck out of my house. He's claiming he sleeps all day because of his diabetes, throwing his blood sugar out of control. I get that, but he's on medication. I personally pay for his diabetic-friendly food, and I feel if he's awake all night gaming, he could absolutely do a few chores. I'm not asking he deep clean the house at night, but I don't think it's unreasonable to ask he do dishes and clean a bathroom. Just general helping out with chores. He's now going on Facebook saying I'm throwing him out during a pandemic and knowingly making him homeless. A majority of friends are on his side saying it's messed up to throw out a sick person during a pandemic. I feel like he's taking advantage of the situation. It's been a year. He could get a job or help out. Now with so many friends saying it would be cruel, I'm starting to feel that maybe I'm wrong. So Reddit, am I the arsehole here? Edited to add, I did comment on his Facebook post that if someone else wants to take him in, be my guest. Everyone is coming up with excuses why they can't take him in. I will say I am the most financially stable and the only one with a spare room, but I don't feel that that justifies having to deal with it. He could sleep on a couch. 
It's also preventing me adding on to my savings, having an extra person in my home. Now you cut off my thought with your edit there with, on the Facebook post. I hate it when, how does that person have the cheek to turn to Facebook and say, someone's kicking me out when you, you've let them stay there. You've been so generous to let them stay there for a year. Whew, getting heated already. <laughs> but putting myself in that person's shoes and someone gave me a room and let me stay with, let me stay with them for a year. I tell you what I would be, and I haven't had a job, and that's all I've done is hung around the house all day, and they was buying me food as well. That house would be sparkling all day, every day. You've got to be incredibly grateful for someone like that who does that for you, not take advantage of the situation like this person is doing. Hell, I'd be looking after that baby too. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd be so grateful if I didn't have a job and this person was letting me stay there. You know, I'd be making their life as easy as possible. But maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm totally wrong there. But I don't think you're wrong for kicking out someone who's taking advantage of the situation. Just as simple as that to me. Not the arsehole. Let's move on to the comments to see what they say. I'm going to start with the smelliest cat, Ew, who says, and quotes, our friends are on his side. And then says, not the arsehole. How about he goes to live with one of them if they're so supportive of him? Already gone there with the edit. Philadelphia lawyer says, not the arsehole. You don't have to let anyone stay in your house if you don't want to. He's a friend, not your child. If you think he's not pulling his weight, then kick him out. Make sure about the legality though, as he may have tenants rights in your jurisdiction. Also, I'd give him more than a week because it might take legitimately longer than that to find something. Two weeks or 30 days. OP equals not the arsehole, friend equals the arsehole. And Cook and Steven says not the arsehole. He's a grown man living on the charity of others. He can handle his own diabetes. He's 26, not four. If your friends are so concerned of him being homeless, then they can take him in. Akuta says not the arsehole. I'm diet controlled diabetic and when my diabetes were out of control, I had a job, worked eight hours a day, did cleaning, washed clothes, and you know, lived my life. If my sugar is low, I feel tired and listless. If it's high, I feel sick. I don't think it's beyond him to wash dishes or clean the bathroom, no. I do that with chronic pain and a damaged spine. He's using his diabetes as an excuse, but millions of people work, do chores and live their life with diabetes. If your friend, believe, if your friend believes you are so bad, they should take him on for a while and see if they feel the same. And Zarin says, not the arsehole. If he can game and eat at night, he can find some time to do some housework as well. Your friends that call you the arsehole can just take him in. He's lived for one year at your place and you cover all costs and came additionally. And he played the sick and pandemic cards. That's low. He is even on medication. That means that theoretically, he should be able to function just normal if he eats within his means and adjust his medication to his food intake. Now, what do you guys make of this story? Would Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You chuck that person out. How would you deal with it if someone offered you a place to do during the pandemic? Put yourself in that person's shoes. How would you feel? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Frozen Yogurts. Am I the asshole for confiding in my coworker about something my partner made me promise to keep secret? Throw away for the normal reasons. I, 32 female, work in an office with six men, four of which I'm responsible for managing. Everyone gets along well, we do group activities outside of work, everyone is professional. All around a healthy, happy environment. In December, a newer coworker of mine, Zane, who I manage, met and became friends with my partner. And I'm going to go with Eli on this. <laughs> this was okay with me and I was happy they made friends. A few weeks ago, Eli messaged me and told me that during a boat outing, Zane said, I wouldn't be surprised if OP wants to F our married boss with the way she acts around him. Everyone else in the office thinks that too. Obviously, I was hurt, offended, embarrassed, among many other uncomfortable emotions. Zane and I had gotten along really well before this, so I was really thrown off guard. Eli made me swear not to say anything to anyone, and if I did, he would block me and never speak to me again. I told him I wouldn't to protect their friendship and Zane's job. Also, Eli said Zane didn't do anything wrong by saying this about me because it was his opinion, and people are allowed to have opinions and share them. Oh, God. After this, I was a mess at work. I couldn't focus, was having a hard time talking to my co-workers, was anxious all day every day, and was being really cold. Zane messaged Eli and said, Do you know what's wrong with OP? She's in a real bad mood. Eli told me to be nice to him, so I was. After a few days, I couldn't handle feeling this way anymore, so I went to a co-worker I know well, Aaron, and told him about what happened, and begged him not to say anything because it would be further embarrassing and interfere with my personal life. I needed to know if people thought this about me, so I could have some peace of mind. He reassured me that no one has ever thought anything like that about me. He never said anything like that about me, and he would never say anything and all was well. I let it go and moved on. Last night, I got a message from Eli saying, you can't be trusted with a goddamn thing. Stay the F away from me. Long story short, Aaron told our boss about what Zane said, and he got reprimanded for it, but not fired. This got back to Eli, and he knows I talked to someone about it when I promised him I wouldn't. He is normally a very kind, level-headed person, which has me feeling so unsure about myself due to his reactions. I feel guilty that I went back on my word to my partner. However, I was left backed into a corner of extreme discomfort without anyone to talk to or help me. I feel like it was really unfair of him to expect me not to say anything and sit in this discomfort while I having to put a fucking smile on my face. I feel like Zane's job and his feelings are more important to my partner than mine, but at the same time, I promised I wouldn't say a thing to anyone. I need to know if I'm the asshole for confiding in my coworker so that I can repair where need be and move on. Thank you. So what is Eli thinking in this situation? He's just a huge asshole. He should have defended you from the offset, in my opinion. But he, he went up to you and told you something that a co-worker is talking about you behind your back. So that's going to affect not just not just you personally, but also the work environment as well. You're not the arsehole. You, in situations like this, should have went just straight to HR about it and say, look, this is what someone's saying about me behind my back. There's no way you should have to be uncomfortable in your own workplace with someone saying like that behind your back. It's absolutely disgusting, in my opinion. 
not the arsehole. But let's move on to the comments to see what they say. And therefore the comment says and quotes, he is normally a very kind, level-headed person and says, is he? Your partner from the outset threatened to block you and never talk to you again. Seems like you're better off without Eli, not the arsehole. And Papito says, not the arsehole. Normally I would say that betraying a partner's trust would be an arsehole move, but he never should have put you in that position. This is something that directly affected your work and you had every right to address it. Eli was extremely shitty for telling you this, was said behind your back, but expecting you not to say anything. He's a bad partner. Old Man Hunger says, I'm having a really hard time wrapping my mind around Eli's thought process here. Like I can't even put into words how I feel because it's that baffling. Not the arsehole. And SPDA Roche says, not the arsehole. Eli is an ass. Instead of putting you in that position, he should have defended you to Zane. Don't feel guilty about Zane getting reprimanded. He was unprofessional and deserved what he got. And Warrior Muffinhead says, so your normally kind and level-headed partner is fine with you being sexually harassed at work. Also, he can have a new friend. And he's trying to force you to accept the toxic work environment and immature secret keeping. Yeah, your esteem of Eli is far too high. He's neither kind or level-headed if these are his beliefs and actions. Rethink this relationship, stat, not the arsehole. And Fraggedy Frick says, not the arsehole, and be glad you're rid of your partner. You're in a hostile work environment and his response is to protect his friendship with a co-worker who is making things hostile for you. Zane should be fired and please give Eli what he asked for and never spend another moment thinking about him other than relief that you are rid of him. Sleepy Feline says, not the arsehole. He told you something that was about you and directly affected your work and career. It wasn't his place to ask for it to be kept secret. It was about you and you had the right to confront it and stop the false rumors. If he's left you over this, count yourself lucky. You've dodged a bullet and you deserve much better. Lizzie says, not the arsehole. You're better off without Eli. He's a dick. What kind of partner goes to such lengths to defend a relatively new friend over their SO? That's super weird. Women working in environments with lots of men already have enough to deal with. You shouldn't have to be uncomfortable because Zane said something shitty and Eli values Zane's feelings and opinions more than yours. Screw those guys. And one more from a mischief manager who says not the assholes. Zane and Eli are both massive assholes and here is why. One, never tell anyone a secret you don't want their partner to hear. I have a friend who worked with my husband and they casually told me something pretty rude a co-worker said about him. My response was that I won't tell him this time, but never say anything like that to me again because you're now forcing me to keep things from my husband. The friend apologized and didn't do it again. Zane needs to learn this lesson. Two, Eli should have taken this to his grave. He has displayed zero capacity for empathy in this situation and I think you should, in fact, never contact him again. From telling you in the first place to commanding you in the middle of your workday to be nice to his arsehole buddy, to swearing at you for finally clearing the air here. What an absolute dick. No one could reasonably expect you to take such information in stride. I'm glad it turns out Zane was the only one who really had an issue in your office and you have at least one other co-worker who has your back. Minor note, if I was the boss, I would have totally fired Zane. Now, what would you do in, if you was put in this situation, put yourself in OP shoes and you was approached by your partner and they said this kind of stuff to you? How would you feel about it? And how do you feel about all of today's stories? What are your verdicts on them? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below if you choose to share them. Never any pressure though either. 
A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here today and being involved with the channel. I can never ever express the difference you make to this channel, to our community, and to me personally in my life. You make a massive difference and I appreciate you for it. Thank you so much and I will see you in the next one. Take care guys, much love. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.